with a shot. Welcome to Who Kicked the Corner Flag, Kansas City's Premier League game show podcast. I'm your host, James Rose, and joining me today is the man who leads the KC Spurs fan group, can say the alphabet backwards in under 20 seconds, and has a weakness for warm apple pie. It's Jared Bustamente. How are you, Mr. Rose? I'm great, thanks. I'm good. Uh, Now, sadly, Boyce is somewhere up a mountain this week, so won't be joining us. I'm sure he'll explain more when he returns, but we are delighted to be joined today by another of his kind. Yes, he is a Gunners fan, supporter since the early 2000s, and unsurprisingly loves the colour red. Please welcome Mr. Doug Pileski. Hi, James. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you, bud? Doing all right. Good stuff. Since yesterday. <laughs> well, we might get onto that. We'll see. Um, so we are back to our old format this week, starting with top four. Uh, now, Doug, since you're our guest on the show today, you get to go first. So what do you think out of all the Premier League fixtures this weekend? What do you think made the top four? <laughs> well, there's only one uh, that's really near and dear to my heart, and it's got to be the Arsenal over Spurs. Yep, you would be 100% correct. That actually gets the top spot this week. What a surprise. Um, Pick me up (laughs) off the floor. (laughs) Uh, Nice work, Doug. You start off with the four points. Um, So let me ask you this, Doug. Now, as an Arsenal fan, Mm. you know, you've got to try and hold back some of that passion. But do you think Arsenal deserved the win? Do you think it was a little bit referee bad decisions? Um, obviously, we had that foul on Sanchez, Mustafi offside, potentially. What are your thoughts on the game? I think both of the offsides were a little uh, marginal, if even, I don't know if an arm counts as being offsides, but uh-huh. I doubt that you guys would have been complaining about it had they gone in for you guys. But uh, <laughs> that is true. Maybe that first foul call, that was a little weak, I would say, but mm-hmm. he did put his arm out, and Sanchez would have gone right by him, I think. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, did, he did go down a little little easy, but I'm not ever going to complain with Mike Dean uh, making calls for us. Uh-huh. Mike Dean was the ref, and he is notorious for giving Spurs the benefit of the doubt on a number of occasions. So, of course, when Spurs fans see that decisions going the other way, they're like, what? What's going on here? Um, Jared, what do you think happened with Spurs? What, what, was, uh, what was their downfall? Where was their weakness? What was, what was the deal with them? I'll agree with Doug here uh, with respect to the offsides. I uh, marginal at best. I'm not going to hang my hat on that. I think uh, they are flat uh, and there are a couple of defensive mistakes. I mean, they were sixes and sevens in the back. Uh, Eric Dyer had a horrible match uh, and ball watching on Mustafi uh, on the first goal. Uh, and Kieran Trippier not uh, coming and just crashing on the back end with Sanchez on the second goal. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I said this a couple of weeks ago uh, that Spurs were the benefit of some good fortune uh, in coming out one nil against Palace. And I think they were the on the other end of this uh, uh, this week. Uh, they are uh, they are a team that is gassed. They have a number of injuries uh, uh, with the world equally perplexed that Harry Kane and Deli Alley being subbed off in the same match. Yep. Uh, it, uh, I think that is something that 
they need not only they need rest, but we need uh, Eric Lamella back. We need Victor Wanyama back. Uh, there are uh, we need Toby Alderweireld back. There are uh, some big names that add to that depth uh, uh, for a squad that is uh, uh, contending in the Champions League uh, and also wanting to contend in the Premiership. Mm. Uh, uh, these are uh, you know the burdens of being in the big water, right. uh, as, as I would say, but. Uh, uh, there were certainly defensive mistakes uh, mm-hmm. for Spurs. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, now, as going kind of flipping back to Arsenal, Doug, this is for you. Um, do you think now Arsenal taking this win, obviously a big win for them, do you think they're going to have this momentum now moving forward and start really challenging for possibly top four and, hey, maybe the title? Who knows? But what do you think on that? I, I think the title is probably a little out of reach at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, City has that pretty much wrapped up. But I think ever since uh, it was Troy Deeney, uh, called out their toughness. They've yep. kind of showed a lot more uh, metal and really uh, getting stuck in, being a little more involved in the game now. Mm-hmm. They don't have seen as many lapses as they had before that, mm-hmm. especially not nearly as bad as against Liverpool. So. Mm-hmm. Do you think they had more of a game plan going into this one and the Spurs were just kind of like riding a bit of a success wave? Or what do you think on, uh, on Arsenal's preparation, shall we say? Yeah, that, that was uh, one of the interesting things I read was... Uh, that one team looked like they wanted to win, and the other one looked like they expected to win. Right. Yeah. yeah I sort uh, agree with that. Yeah. It's not how it was, and uh, you know, Arsenal with uh, Jaka and uh, Ramsey in the midfield, they just kind of shut you guys down, and yeah. was able. Ozil and Sanchez do their thing. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. It was uh, quite the contest, but obviously from a Spurs perspective, quite tough to watch at times. But anyway, we shall move on. Right, Jared, uh, you're up. So we've got uh, the top one is already picked. So we've got second, third, and fourth to guess. What do you think? I'm going to go ahead and say uh, the chosen one, uh, Dave Moyes, uh, losing in his debut uh, as manager of West Ham against Watford. That would also be correct. Good shout, my man. That was third on the list uh, this week. So only get the two points. David Moyes is obviously back in the Premier League and back with his first loss. Obviously good for Moyes to be back in the Premier League, but not with that kind of statistic. Um, Watford, on the other hand, obviously is kind of on a bit of a run. They were challenging for top four, but now kind of slipping away a little bit. Um, so, Jared, the question is, what do you think of Watford's success rate? Do you think they've got that momentum to really push for something quite significant this season? I think they do. Uh, one thing that is really interesting uh, is I think this is a season of kind of the ascendancy of some uh, – lower level clubs, uh, kind of a, almost kind of a shift here. Uh, if you look at, uh, if you look at the table, seven through 10, uh, you look at Burnley, Watford, Brighton and Huddersfield. Yep. Yep. Whereas sitting in the drop zone, you have West Ham, Swansea and Crystal Palace. And with squads that have had three or more seasons in the premiership, uh, this is kind of a, this is kind of a flip. So, you know, Watford in coming in almost in that we've had this conversation a couple of weeks ago right. about uh, uh, really with West Brom, uh, like what do they expect but to survive? I think Watford has slid themselves into this. They are a staple and uh, could perhaps push and challenge for uh, 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 for in a real league spot. I think that is their uh, uh, brass ring mm. uh, and you can take nothing away from that. On the flip side, you have a uh, West Ham squad that you can't expect uh, a new manager to come in and just 
flip the switch. Right. I think mm-hmm. uh, there were chants of, you know, to sack the entire management staff, uh, uh, to uh, sack the board uh, and all of that. And then you have Dave Moyes coming in and trying to, you know, call for, you know, unity behind the club, mm-hmm. which is which is funny uh, considering that he has unity behind the club is something that uh, when you come in for turmoil, that is something that is not existent. Uh, so you're asking for uh, these supporters to, you know, kind of trust the process, so to speak. Well, the process has brought them to where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this, uh, he has a, uh, almost a Sisyphus battle ahead of him. And I do not envy that task. <laughs> Agreed there. Uh, Doug, what are your thoughts on, let's start with Watford first of all for you, because I feel like uh, there was a game, Watford-Arsenal, that kind of went a certain way. Um, so your thoughts on Watford as a team? <laughs> I mean, they're, they're a solid uh, middle mid-table team right now, I think. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they end up staying in the top eight. Mm-hmm. Let's flip the script to West Ham then, too. I mean, talk about their lack of success, although they also did beat Tottenham in that Capital One Cup. We won't go too much further into that. But um, any hope for them at all in terms of redemption, or are they kind of down and out at this point? I don't know. It would be uh, it'd be too bad to see them drop out of the Premier League again, but um, I don't know. With, uh, with David Moyes coming in, he's got a tall task in front of him. Yeah, certainly does. Certainly does. <laughs> Right, uh, let's move on. Doug, you're up next. We've got two left to guess, uh, the second spot and the fourth spot. Uh, so what else do you think made the top four? Uh, I think I'll go with uh, Callum Wilson and his hat trick for Bournemouth. You are correct. And that actually was number two. So that gives you three points. Yes, the Bournemouth versus Huddersfield final score was 4-0. Quick stat to start this off. Huddersfield has failed to score away from home in the last five after 47 attempts on goal, which is kind of crazy. Um, but my question from this game, I think one of the biggest decisions or biggest talking points was the lack of decisions that went for Huddersfield. There was a lot of bad decisions that supposedly went against them. But taking that out of the equation, Doug, um, Bournemouth as a team, they've kind of been up and down. They've obviously hung on for a few seasons now in the Premier League. Um, moment of brilliance, obviously, from Callum Wilson. Any any room for real opportunity here, or do we feel like it's kind of like a one one off game? Yeah. <laughs> well, I gotta I gotta hope that it's not just a one off game. I think they uh, last year they played uh, some pretty inspired football. They did have Jack Wilshire on the team, but uh, <laughs> had to don't slip have him in. <laughs> they broke his leg again. But, uh, <laughs> love it. Love uh, hopefully it. they can keep it up. You know, make yeah. a push. Okay. Yeah, it'd be nice to. It would be nice to see a team like Bournemouth do it. Um, Jared Huddersfield. We talk about them a few times. <laughs> um, bad loss for them, obviously. But was it a bad day at the office? Well, uh, again, you have to ask their uh, staunch supporter, uh, Sir Patrick Stewart, uh, which is a <laughs> yeah. which is a fact that I want to be globally known and will never uh, uh, take credit for. Uh, <laughs> I think it is a bad day at the office. Uh, to kind of reference the previous conversation, uh, you have uh, Huddersfield that are sitting 10th. They're sitting, you know, fat meat at the table. Uh, and uh, to be at the raw end of the stick, I mean, that's that's life in the premiership. Mm-hmm. So uh, w- welcome to the show. Um, I, uh, I do have to give credit to my wife uh, in reminding me of uh, uh, the name of our darling 
Cherry's manager, Eddie Howe, uh, uh, yes. and how he is an ageless wizard. Um, <laughs> Were they her words and, or yours? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, uh, my words, but uh, trust me when I say her sentiment. Uh, <laughs> the uh, Cherries are, uh, uh, you know, and in, in anyone who has kind of researched kind of the history of that club, being so close to just simply folding as an organization, uh, to be where they are is uh, uh, just a fantastic story in sport. Uh, but I think uh, Huddersfield, um, I, I don't want to say, you know, well, they will, they will be fine. I mean, we're, we're talking about a cherry squad on the other side uh, only a couple weeks ago that they were uh, simply lifted out of relegation in a one nil uh, uh, win over Newcastle. So I don't, um, it is still relatively early days. I mean, we're talking pre-Christmas, uh, you know, anything can happen, but um, I think Huddersfield, they need to deliver uh, away from home if they are to stay up. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, we'll see what happens with them. Uh, right, Jared, uh, we're over to you again. So we got one more to guess. Can you get it? What was the uh, the last of the top four this week? Uh, I'm going to go to say uh, uh, Manchester City continuing to dominate and win, not dropping points. The rampant is indeed correct. Yes, that was actually the last... Surprisingly, the last one on the top four this this week, excuse me, giving you the one point. Um, again, we've kind of talked a little bit about this in the past, but are we already considering them title title winners, should I say? I I think uh, your Fordian slip there is correct. Title contenders, <laughs> no one's a title winner uh, prior to Christmas. Uh, but the math is terrifying here. Uh, City's goal difference, 33. They're 34 yep. points. Uh, and 34 points with 12 games played. They have dropped two points in a draw to, I had to look it up, Everton back in <laughs> August, uh, which might at this point be the feather in Everton's cap this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they are they are uh, uh, scary good, uh, yeah, to yeah. quote a, fr- uh, a friend of mine who is a, a city supporter. Uh, Kevin De Bruyne's goal, um, drop back one touch, yeah, uh, outside the box and just deciding that he wished to score uh, is going to take something special uh, to kind of stop this team. And it is uh, one of the unique uh, aspects of the premiership is that it's going to take kind of a team effort. Uh, mm-hmm. I think uh, one of the things that I've I debated uh, in the uh, uh, to mention in, in the top four is you have a United squad uh, that is almost rejuvenated. Uh, you had Paul Pogba come Pogba back. back uh, yeah. You had uh, Ibrahimovic come back, um, and I think United, uh, uh, along with Spurs and dare I say Arsenal and Chelsea, <laughs> uh, to come in and uh, show City they need to drop points, and that is what it is going to take mm-hmm. uh, a uh, a village, so to speak, uh, to stop this team. Mm-hmm. They are they are scary good. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, uh, any team that is going to match their points with their goal difference, winning by you know just under an average of three goals a match. That is uh, uh, not a team you want to play. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, Doug, do you think there's any team that can still beat Manchester City? Uh, not. I don't think there's any team that's going to beat them to the title. I'm hopeful that there's going to be at least one loss, so mm-hmm. Arsenal can stay the only Invincibles, but <laughs> I'm not sure now. It's, they're just top to bottom. so selfish. <laughs> Always thinking about Arsenal. That's it. 
Uh, right, let's <laughs> let's go ahead and move on uh, onto our next game, which is cleverly titled "Who Said That?" The game where each contestant has to guess which manager spoke the words from a post-match conference. So, two points for a correct guess, and one point if your opponent guesses after you. Uh, Doug will go first for this one. So, Doug, you have ten seconds. Who said the following words? It was an even game in terms of shots on target, off target, possession. I'm only disappointed because the effort was massive from the team. I'll say that one more time for you. It was an even game in terms of shots on target, off target, possession. I'm only disappointed because the effort was massive from the team. Time starts now. Is it Pochettino? Pochettino is absolutely correct, Doug. Yes, nice work on that one. Waiting for him to deny that any of those goals happened or there was a foul at all. <laughs> he probably said that further on in the, in the quote, but I just took a, little, I took a little nugget from it. But um, Right, good stuff. Uh, Jared, this one is for you. The following quote is, The international break is always complicated, especially if you play away. I'll give that one to you one more time. The international break is always complicated, especially if you play away. Your time starts now. Oh, goodness. Uh, Pep Guardiola. Pep Guardiola is also correct. Guys, you're on fire today. Nice (laughs) work. Yes, that was correct indeed. And, of course, Manchester City's, as we just talked about, uh, rampant success. Right, Doug, this next one is for you. Are you ready, sir? Yep. All right. It would be nil-nil if we had them, but we don't have them. We have referees, and usually they have to do their job, but they made big mistakes. I'll give you that one again. It would be nil-nil if we had them, but we don't have them. We have referees, and usually they have to do their job, but they made big mistakes. Time starts now. Can I go with Pochettino again? Pochettino, unfortunately, is incorrect. Uh, Jared, we're over to you for 10 seconds. Uh, Mark Hughes. Mark Hughes is also incorrect. That was a tough one, I will say that. The, uh, the correct answer is uh, Wagner of Huddersfield. He was criticizing the fact that there is a lack of video replays in, in the game and saying that if they had video assistant referees, the game could have been different. Interesting. Uh, perhaps another topic for another day. Uh, right. Uh, Jared, this last one is for you. Today just told us we can find different ways to win. The first goal came from our keeper working our way down the field. Give you that one again. Today was, sorry, today just told us we can find different ways to win. The first goal came from our keeper Working our way down the field. Time starts now. Uh, Eddie Howe. Eddie Howe is incorrect, I'm afraid. Doug, we're over to you. Ten seconds starts now. Uh, Jurgen Klopp. Jurgen Klopp is also incorrect. The correct answer, and that one too was was very tricky. Uh, The correct answer is Sean Dyche of Burnley. Proving that Burnley, once again, are still on some kind of roll and are indeed finding different ways to win. Right. Uh, For our final contest... Literally what my notes say. Goodness gracious. Oh, no. (laughs) Devastating. Um, Right. Let's move on to our final contest of the day. We're going to play another round of player profile. Uh, This is where I list five stats of a current Premier League player, each one easier 
than the last, hopefully. The first person to shout in and correctly guess said player wins the two points. Uh, easy, right? But you only get one guess, so an incorrect guess will freeze you out. So again, shout your own names, not the other person's, when you think you know the answer. Right, so here we go then. Player number one is a Belgian international. Is a goal-scoring midfielder. Jared. Yes, Jared. Eden Hazard. Eden Hazard is absolutely correct. Nice work, bud. Two points right off the bat. I'll give you the other clues just to humor us. Uh, he moved to the Premier League team from French club Lille in 2012. And his name makes you think of danger. That was the last stupid clue that I had. <laughs> um, right, this next one. Um, used to play for Real Madrid. Is a German international. Currently plays for Arsenal. Oh, yes, done. Per Murdersacker. Per Murdersacker is incorrect. And that freezes you out of the game. So, Jared, here are the other oh. clues for you. Played a big role in the North London derby. Uh and has four letters in his last name. Uh, Mesut Ozil. Mesut Ozil is correct. Gives you wow. the steal on that one. Nice work, Jared. Right. And I picked the most obvious one. <laughs> Not the guy sitting way down on the bench. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, I didn't want to say that, but I'm glad you did. Right, uh, let's move on then. Number, uh, our next one is an attacking midfielder. Plays for Liverpool is a Brazilian national. Oh, oh, Doug just got in there first. What is it, Doug? Uh, Philippe Coutinho. Philippe Coutinho is correct. He's back in the game. Congratulations. Two points there. <laughs> and the last two clues were, was rumoured to be moving to Barcelona, and his first name is Philippe. Again, probably obvious ones there. Right, we have two left. Um, it's still chance for Doug to come back into this. Um, so here we go. This next player is from Armenia. He's Jared. Oh, Jared, right in there. Enrique Mikatarian. I am very impressed. That is absolutely <laughs> correct for the two points. Wow. Yeah, good stuff right there. Um, I mean, yeah. to be fair, somebody else named an Armenian national in the Premiership. That's true. Maybe that was the, the easier of the clues. <laughs> Um, again the other clues were playing his first season from Premier League uh, midfielder Manchester United last name starts with M Uh, again got it right off the bat there Uh, right last one on this category Uh, here we go he is a striker has won the title with his team is an English player Jared Jared what is it Jamie Vardy Jamie Vardy is correct. Jared, you're on fire once again today, my man. Good stuff. Uh, the other clues were snubbed a move to Arsenal. I thought that's where Doug might sneak in there. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and plays for Leicester. Um, good stuff all around. How are we feeling, guys? Oh, pretty fantastic, sir. And Doug? <laughs> uh, I'm hanging in there. Hanging in there. <laughs> hanging in there. You won this weekend, Doug. Come on, you're feeling better than I am. <laughs> <laughs> true, I true. guess I want the important part, yeah. <laughs> Six, eight, ten, twelve. I'm just doing my quick sums here. Right, the final scores uh, after a dueling contest with another Arsenal versus Spurs. Uh, Jared has 13 points. Doug, close, but has 11. So Jared, once, 10, once again, takes the win for today. Um, but that's all we have time for. Uh, big thanks to Jared Bustamente and for Doug Boleski uh, for stepping in this week. 
for Skype for being our technical providers and to Arsene Wenger and his perfectly zipped jacket this week. Uh, be sure to check out our brand new Twitter page at Kick Corner Flag for little insights and final remarks. Uh, any final words, Jared? Until next week, my friend. Until next week. And Doug, anything final to say from you? No, thanks, guys. And go Gunners. <laughs> I was thinking you'd say that. <laughs> All right, thanks so much for listening. Take it easy. Have a good week. Bye-bye.